Late Night Council is a production of Council Communications. This is Late Night Council. This is bigger. This is very big. There's definitely something here. Apparently, it's a big deal. It's all over the news. It's a real thing. A radio signal from another world. John Council. That's my grandpa. Well, your story is very compelling. Your chance to make history. That's pretty cool, I guess. Give it to me straight. John, you're in charge. Well, you want to know something? I feel a little rusty. I really do. I really do. It's been six months, folks. It has been six months since I have done Late Night Council. And uh, we are in our permanent home now. No longer in a rental studio. We're in an indiscreet location that I'm never going to divulge. And it is good to be back. I haven't done Sunday Night Late Night Council in over 17 years. This is how we started in Ottawa. September 1998. We were broadcasting from Brandon, Manitoba. It was my wife and I. And we were originally on from 11 to 12 at night. And, of course, then we went five nights a week and had quite a run. And I had a lot of time to think about, okay, do I want to go back on talk radio Do I want to go through all the trouble of all the... I mean, i got seven pieces of software here running all harmoniously here. It's way more complicated broadcasting online, but it does have its benefits. Oh, it has its benefits. And, uh, you know, if you've got Bluetooth in your car or you've got an app on your phone, that's my favorite way to listen to online radio. I put the iPhone on the holder there, I plug it into my Bluetooth, and it's, just, it's no difference between listening online and on, you know, standard radio. And uh, so here we are. And if I sound a little rusty, it's because I'm the only guy broadcasting here. Not only am I the only guy online, I'm, I'm producing myself here. No call screener. Now, you know, you, uh, you, know, you crazy people out there, you, know, you may want to take advantage of that. Now, I've got call display, okay, and uh, the, the software we have works really, really, really well, okay, and, uh, but it's an automated call screener thing where when you call in the show, okay, when you call in the show, this computer talks to you and tells you what's going on, tells you to stay on hold, and when you hear the beep, and, you know, if you're calling in for the first time with an automated system, it's going to take a little getting used to, but really it's a piece of cake. You just wait online until I say, hey, who's this? And you'll know my voice, and away we'll go. And uh, going to be controlling all that. Looking forward to that. That's kind of fun. Okay. Now, I'm only going to be on Sunday nights. I am not on five nights a week. Now, uh, this is the same studio because Council Communications, that's the parent company that uh, owns this show and owns uh, 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 the Nick at Night show as well. Uh, as you know, you've tuned in somehow. If you've, if you've tuned in, you're on uh, uh, TuneIn Radio or your Google Play, or you went right to the website, www.latenightcouncil.com. And, uh, uh, of course, you already know that. Um, we're only going one night a week, okay, with Late Night Council. 
Now you can get all the podcasts. They're not all my old shows are not available yet because we're you know we haven't touched the website at all. It looks very primitive. It needs a lot of work. We know that, but you're listening, okay? At least you're listening. At least we're connected tonight, okay? And uh, uh, we can't upload Nick's show from last Wednesday night or this show tonight for oh at least till Thursday because the guy who does that technical side for us. He's on his honeymoon. Isn't that delightful? And I'm sure he's got much, much more fun things on his mind than uploading a couple of radio shows. So uh, uh, they will be available, though. This is being recorded, of course, and all of our shows will be up and ready for podcast. And I also want you to know that uh, 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 we are going to be revamping the website as well. It's in bad need of an upgrade, and, and we've got people raring to go. In fact, I've had to kind of... I've kind of had to slow them down because we had a, a lot of things that we wanted to get in order before we, uh, you know, launch the show again. But the website's going to be updated. Nick's going to have his own page that he can have fun with, links to the, you know, the Nick at Night uh, Facebook page. And we're going to upgrade and upload and, and just upgrade everything that's on the LateNightCouncil.com website. That is coming. Please be patient with us, okay? Now, because I'm only on one night a week, I used to say for years, and I meant it with all my heart, the only reason I was ever on radio was because I was able to do Ask the Pastor, okay? For 17 years, I was the only full-time, full-time pastor doing a nightly talk radio show on non-religious radio in North America, okay? And I searched for years. I mean... Pastors that do phone-in radio shows, like, you know, Ask the Pastor shows, they're a dime a dozen on religious radio. And religious radio, there's a lot of it in Canada now, but there's, you know, a hundred times more of it in the States. So those type of guys are a dime a dozen. But none of them were on secular radio. None of them were on non-religious radio. And, uh, you know, and it was nice to be on there, and I'm grateful for the privilege. It was wonderful while it lasted, okay? But I used to say often, I even said on the air, the only reason I'm on the air is because I get to do Ask the Pastor. I mean, I get to talk about the Bible. I get to preach the gospel, okay? I get to talk about Jesus Christ, and I get paid for it, okay? And I never, I don't ever have to ask, to ask for money. If you listen to all these other, you know, uh, 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 radio preachers that are a dime a dozen on religious radio across North America, every one of them's asking for money. We never ask for money. The only time we ever asked for money was for, you know, the Christmas cheer broadcasts, you know, or if we were raising some kind of funds for the Salvation Army or some other charity we were working with. And I'm, I'm quite, I hope it's not a bad pride, but I'm quite proud of the fact that we never had to ask for money. I'm a firm believer in that scripture that says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging for bread. And I always joked when I heard that scripture, well, I guess the guy that wrote that psalm, and it would have been David, you know, never, uh, never listened to uh, American media because those guys are begging for bread all the time. And they would usually tell you, well, this is a faith ministry, so you got to exercise faith to keep us on. Yeah, right. Well, if it was a faith ministry, you wouldn't be begging for money all the time. But they did. But I digress. And I'll probably do a lot of that if you're not calling in. I haven't even given up the phone numbers yet. Shows you how much fun I'm having here already. It's great, okay? Um, and here's the numbers. They haven't changed since we went off the air. I got the same numbers, okay? 343-743-90. Those of you in the capital region, you know, Gatineau, Ottawa, uh, you know, Arn Pryor, uh, Rockland on the other side, as far south as uh, Vernon, Russell, Embrun, okay? 343, if you haven't noticed it, that is a new area code that we're getting in the area here. It's, it's going to be as common as 613, you know, 10, uh, 20 years from now. But we're one of the first 343 numbers. That's the local number here if you want to call in. This is... 
this is an Ask the Pastor type show. I know we came on with the Late Night Council intro music, but it is primarily Ask the Pastor. Now, the other side is, it may be a little more open-ended than Ask the Pastor, because when I was always doing Ask the Pastor on the old radio station, it was always open line, open topic, okay? My perspective in coming on this new show just on Sunday nights, I'm going to be coming from an Ask the Pastor perspective, okay? Doesn't mean we're not going to talk. We're going to talk about everything, because you know, if you've heard me and have been a fan of the show for any uh, amount of time, that uh, you know the Bible has got some type of principle or something to say to, to just about every news story, every every social situation, every opinion that's out there. There's usually a biblical perspective on it. So that it's because it's so wide ranging in its subject matter. That's why we can have the freedom to go open line, open topic, and so it's going to be an ask the pastor format. Although we may, depending on your calls, we'll see how it goes because I think the thing's organic. I think it's going to evolve. There's so many things we can do with online broadcasting that we couldn't do with, uh, you know, being part of a, a big media conglomerate that uh, there's probably some things that are going to happen that's going to evolve over time. But if you know what you want to talk about, and I hope, you know, don't feel, listen, if you're listening right now, don't feel obligated to call in and just say, ah, oh, John, it's great to have you back on the air. We missed you. You're wonderful. You know, that's really nice. I really appreciate that. But I don't want you calling in unless you got unless you got a good question that you think the listeners might find interesting, okay? Because, like, and, and if you don't think it's interesting, well, chance are it's not but if, if, if something's bugging you and you want a biblical perspective on it or you want to get on ask the pastor night late night council 343-743-90 is the local number here in the capital region that's 343-743-90 the toll-free number for all across north america guam hawaii alaska yukon 1-844-LNC-IS-ON-LNC stands for Late Night Council. 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-562-4766. 1-844-562-4766. You can get on right now. I plan to go to 11 o'clock tonight, okay? Now, because it's my show and... If I think I'm being boring and I'm falling asleep here, I'll, I'll cut her off early, okay? Now, the other side is, if we get callers, okay, and if I'm on a roll at 11, okay, and, and, and I feel like going past 11 o'clock, folks, there's nothing to stop me from doing it, okay? I could go till 1, 2, 3 in the morning. And I'm anticipating there may be some Sunday nights when we get rolling on some topics and people are calling in like crazy where that might actually happen. I, I would consider that kind of a fun show, okay? And if you, uh, if you would too, well, then stay with us and stay tuned in. Uh, now, those of you that have heard the program before know that I can talk all night. I have got the gift of gab ordained from above for it, okay? I can go two hours, no callers, no problem. But I will share a personal preference. I, it's way more fun to interact with you. It's way more fun to have people call in and yak, hear where you're calling from. So, and of course, with the toll free, my goodness, you can call from anywhere. You could call from you could call from Bacon Cove, Newfoundland. Okay, if you're not calling from Bacon Cove, Newfoundland, maybe you're going to call from Knee Lake, Saskatchewan, or Black Alaska, or Tomahawk, Arkansas. That's not very politically correct. Or Studley, Kansas. 
one 562 4766 is the number to call. That's one 562 4766 Now, usually when people call in, you know, they're, they're well, what are you going to talk about tonight? You know, we want you to talk about this. We want to talk about Listen, it's best if I'm, if, if I'm not talking about something you think needs to be talked about, if you think that maybe there's not a biblical perspective I could give on whatever's on your mind, we'll call in and test it out, okay? 343 4390. Now, I also have, and we've got a much better system now than we did uh, uh, when we were in the old studio. Uh, we're also hooked into Twitter and, and email as well, okay? I could take your tweets on air, okay? JW Council on the Twitter exchange. JW Council on Twitter. And if you want to go to the uh, email, jc at latenightcouncil.com. The rules still apply for emails, folks, under six lines, okay? In fact, the fewer lines, the better. And in this Twitter age, Instagram, Facebook, all that social media stuff, people are getting better and better at being concise with their thoughts, okay? So if you want to send me an email, you're not the conversation type person, you don't have the gift of the gab, you feel you're better as a writer, jc at latenightcouncil.com. Council has two L's, okay? jc at latenightcouncil.com. Council, C-O-U-N-S-E-L-L, jc at latenightcouncil.com. Keep it under six lines, please. Six months, man. I mean, think all the stuff that I didn't comment on for six weeks, six months. I, I went on with Nick last uh, two Wednesday nights ago just to let people know I was coming back on, and I wanted to kind of test the studio out a little bit, you know, still if I still had it. And I, I guess we don't know if I still have it yet because, you know, like the jury is out, isn't it? And you're the jury. And uh, um, I guess the biggest thing we would all agree, you know, what's happened in the last six months is the election of Donald Trump. And I don't think it's so much, and, and look, you can interpret it and share your opinion any way you want, because that's the beauty of, you know, phone and radio. We yak about stuff like this. I don't see him so much as beating Hillary Clinton. He beat the media, is what he did. This guy had every media outlet, and except maybe Fox News, okay, every mainstream media outlet was against this guy. And I have never been a Trump fan, Okay. But when he got elected, and I've said this in, on some tweets, and I, 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 we talked about it a little bit when I was on with Nick uh, uh, Wednesday night. When he got elected, I took special note of all the people that were attacking him. And, you know, the hatred and the riots and the, and the just that, you know, all these people complaining about free speech, wanting to shut this guy down uh, and, and, and being accused of everything. And granted, he brought a lot on of himself. But because I saw a guy so hated, I actually started rooting for the guy because he seemed like a bit of an underdog. Last night, I got into my history books. I'm a fan of history. And I was reading, I was freshening up a little bit on Abraham Lincoln. When Abraham Lincoln got voted in as the president in 1860, he only got in with a 40% majority. They had to sneak him into Washington to take his oath of office because there were so many people wanting to kill him. Everybody was against this guy. And, of course, it was the height of the Civil War. And I'll tell you, the way you look at the media in the states right now, they may as well be in a Civil War right now. I have never seen so much hatred on news and on social media. Well, social media is, you gotta, is young. We've only had it for maybe a good you know, 10 or 15 years. But have you ever seen such hatred directed against a political leader? 
I mean, obviously, it's mainstream media that has the, you know, they're the ones that make the decisions as to what stories and what editorials get out there, but they are not holding anything back at all. I mean, they just absolutely hate this guy. And it's so over the top, it's almost comical. There's one writer, I want to give you this before we go to our first break here. Here's a variation of a joke I heard recently that is circulating amongst conservatives. The Pope and Trump were out on a ship, and suddenly a gust of wind causes the pontiff's hat to fly several feet away from the boat on the surface of the water. Trump gets out of the boat and walks on water to retrieve the hat. On a nearby boat are members of the media. The next day, the headline read in the New York Times, Trump can't swim. The Washington Post headline read, Trump guilty of water pollution. The L.A. Times headline declares, Trump shows off in front of the Pope. And USA Today, their headline said, Trump tries to upstage Jesus. I don't know, that sounds pretty accurate to me of how they're doing it and how they're interpreting everything. And please, I am not i am not a Trump supporter, okay? I'm not the kind of guy that, you know, that is uh, ch- championing his cause. And if you were listening before, you know, I went on my six-month break, you know I wasn't for the guy. So this is what I'm looking for tonight, if you're calling in or tweeting or, or emailing me. I am looking for the wisest Christ-like opinion on Donald Trump. Can somebody give that me give that to me tonight? I want the wisest, I want the wisest Christ-like opinion on Donald Trump and what's going to happen and how this whole thing's going to shake down. 343-700-4390 in the capital region. That's 343-700-4390. Toll free, want to hear where you're calling from? 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-562-4766. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. That's the email address. Keep it under six lines. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. And you can tweet at me at JWCouncil. Right back after these, well, they're not messages, but it's kind of different, okay? I think you're going to like it. Stay with us. Yes, it is. Got the parents line. So I'm reloading and taking a much-needed break with this here pre-recorded message. You can get a line right now while I'm doing that. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. That's uh, the Capital Region line. That's Ottawa, Gatineau, and close by. If you live far away, the toll-free line all across North America. 1-844-LNC is on. That's one 844 562-4766 Our call service is automated so you won't be talking to a live person until you're on air Now don't sweat that, just follow the on air prompts and uh, you'll be fine, trust me, you've handled this kind of technology before, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to me right now You can connect with us live at tuneinradio.com or Google Play or just click the listen live button at latenightcouncil.com but you know, chances are you've already done that, just kind of a reminder
Late Night Council does not exist without advertisers. So if you want to buy time, email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com. And the rates are so cheap because, you know, we're just relaunching and getting things going again. You are going to absolutely love the rates. And, of course, your feedback is always welcome. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And thanks for tuning in. We're back live in just a few seconds. So hang in there. For 17 years, I've been taking my cars to Irwin's Automotion. 17 years ago, Irwin was renting space on the corner of Bank and Heron. His encyclopedic knowledge of all things mechanical and his no-bull honesty has resulted in his second move. He now operates a huge facility on Cleopatra, eight bays, and an expert staff that operate all in the same wavelength. Honesty, integrity, try to save the customers some money and headaches. But fix it right the first time. Irwin's Automotion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell them Council sent you. That'll make them smile. Welcome back to the February 26, 2017 relaunch of Late Night Council. Good to have you with us. It'd be even better for you to call in. Now, don't misinterpret my words here. I don't need you to call in, okay? I would like you to call. If you've got something, you know, that's a good, you've got a good question, you've got a good take, you've got a good opinion, you've got a good reaction to something you've heard me talk about in the first segment, or maybe you've anticipated me coming back on and you want to yak about it. It's Ask the Pastor format here, but, you know, to a great degree, it's going to be what you decided to be when you call in. And the numbers, uh, they haven't changed. And they're the same ones that, that, that Nick at Night uses. I let him use the numbers, 343-743-90. That's 343-743-90. That is the capital region number, 343-743-90. 866 That is... The long distance lines, good for all over North America. Better be for what I'm paying for. One eight four four LNC is on. That's one eight four five six two four seven six six. One eight four five six two LNC is on. No, it's four eight one eight four four LNC is on. That's three. Yeah, I got it right. See, I told you it was a little rusty. One eight four four five six two four seven six six. The podcast of this show and Nick's show from last Wednesday are not going to be available till about Thursday. Because the guy that does that for us is on his honeymoon. God bless Johnny. What a great guy. Okay. And also, when you call in, a little bit different from when we were doing this uh, six months ago. Okay. There's no call screener. Okay. We've got an automated, and it's really cool the way it works. We have an automated call screening uh, service that, that works for us here. And uh, you'll get used to it. It's very easy. Just call, follow the on-air prompts when you call uh, 343-743-90. We'll get you on, and we'll get you yak. And if you're um, just tuning in now, and I can see by the numbers that a lot of you are, 
Uh, you know, we explained a little bit about the new format and what we're going to be doing. And uh, 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 the major, the, the major, oh, I would say political earthquake, major story that, you know, that, that has happened in the last six months since I've been away is, of course, the election of Donald Trump. Now, you know we're broadcasting from the capital of Canada. But Canadians get it. We know how much the Americans influence our lives. If you're listening from the States, you think, man, you Canadians are obsessed with the States. Well, we're not as obsessed with the States as you people are. But, you know, you guys are just culturally dominate us. And uh, there's a lot of people in Canada that are in denial of that. People that are, you know, uh, you know, taking our tax dollars to promote Canadian culture because they don't believe it's strong enough to stand on its own, which I, you know, don't believe at all. But... Uh, uh, there's so much talk, especially from a from a religious and from a faith perspective, on on you know how Trump got elected, what he stands for, what he's against, what he isn't against, and is he a Christian? So this is what I don't I don't know if he is or not, but anyway, maybe we'll talk about that when you call in. I am looking for tonight, and I don't want to just I don't want to just confine it to Donald Trump either. I am looking for the wisest Christ-like opinion on Donald Trump. Have you got any wise words? Have you got any thoughts or opinions on, okay, this is what the guy is and this is what he's going to do? I am looking for the, and again, the wisest Christ-like opinion on Donald Trump. Now, again, because I don't want to confine it to him, while we're at it, because our leader, oh, I my goodness, our state-run news agency here that we pay $1.5 billion a year for that should have had the plug pulled on it, you know, years ago, which has become so ridiculously irrelevant in this, you know, information age now. I mean, they make sure that, you know, every time he takes a selfie, every time he has a hangnail, there he is, okay? So I would be looking for, I would be looking for, oh, I'm really looking for this. In fact, I wish I had one. That's why I'd like you to come on and give me, who's got the wisest, most Christ-like opinion about Justin Trudeau? My prime minister, your prime minister. Man, it's hard to find people that voted for him. But he's still our prime minister, isn't he? So there's a couple things for you to kick around when you call in. I'm looking for the wisest Christ-like opinion on Donald Trump. I am also looking for the wisest Christ-like opinion on Justin Trudeau. And and something else that has really caught my attention, and I think it's caught the attention of very smart people in Canada. Okay, again, my opinion. I want to hear yours. I am looking for the wisest Christ-like opinion on Motion 103, M103, that is before our federal government right now, that a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of elected officials and MPs, and they've got enough, they've got a majority they can do it, they want to bring this into law. It is the anti-Islamophobia law. Ton of stuff written on that, on the Twitterverse, on Facebook, on, in newspaper editorials all across Canada. It would make it illegal to criticize Islam. Okay? Now, it doesn't say anything about, you know, restrictions on criticizing Christianity, Buddhism, Hinduism, return of the Jediism, atheism, nothing like that. But it exclusively singles out a religion for protection. Now, if you know what the original intent of separation of church and state was all about when it was instituted by the United States and enshrined in their, you know, uh, a constitution, this is exactly what it was supposed to prevent. It wasn't supposed to censor out religious thought and religious life, you know, from 
public life. A lot of people have misinterpreted and they promote that idea of separation of church and state. That's not separation of church and state at all. Classic separation of church and state, as you know, the, the, the framers of the original intent meant it to be, was that the state was not supposed to give preference to any religion over the other. And critics of M103 in Canada will tell you that they're making Islam exclusive. They're protecting it far more than any other religion if M103 goes through. So if you've got a comment on that, I would like to hear the wisest Christ-like opinion on M103. Some of you know in the Capital Region, a good friend of mine, he's the pastor of Britannia Baptist Church. His name is Terry Orchard. Britannia Baptist Church is a, is, a, is a church that its whole mission is ministering to the poor in the Britannia area in Ottawa. This guy's just a hero of mine. And in the last three weeks, he's probably been putting out on Facebook, uh, you know, uh, the best stuff on the M103 stuff. And, oh, man, has it stirred up a, a, a hornet's nest of, of, uh, of uh, discussion. And good on Terry for doing it. And I think, and, and again, just my opinion, I think what Terry's been sharing on, on, on Facebook on this is probably the wisest and most Christ-like opinions I've seen yet. But if you've got one, pro or con, I want to hear from you. you got three, three opinions I'm going for. And remember, it's open line, open topic. It's ask, it's ask the Pastor format on the new relaunch of Late Night Council, okay? You could bring up almost anything you want, okay? I mean, that's, I mean the unpredictability of it is always the, is the thing that I find you know, the most invigorating, okay? But three, four, you, can't, uh, you can't tell me your opinion if you don't call in or if you don't tweet or you don't email. And so we got four, four ways to, to, to connect with us tonight. you got the local line, 343-700-4390. 343-700-4390. You got the toll-free, 1-844-562-4766. And remember, folks, I'm only on Sunday nights. I'm only on one night a week. I am not going to be here tomorrow night or weeknights, okay? Nick will be in here doing the Wednesday night show, but I'm only on on Sunday night. You want to get your opinion on, you want to yak to, I'll, and I'm blown away at how many people are tuned in right now. It is amazing. I mean, we didn't lose anybody. In fact, our audiences are even, it looks like from the numbers I'm looking on the screen right now, we got more people tuning in than when we left six months ago, which is just very, very encouraging, okay? But this is only one night a week, and if you want to get your opinion heard, you want to let her fly, you got to call in. 343-700-4390 in the Capital Region. Toll-free is 1-844-562-4766, or if, if you can remember it better by uh, 1-844-LNC-IS-ON. That's your toll-free number. JW Council is the Twitter exchange. Go Twitter at JW Council. And you can email me. It's got to be under six lines. Those rules haven't changed, okay? JC at LateNightCouncil.com. That's JC at LateNightCouncil.com. Now, if you were following me on Twitter, I told you, of course, the tweets get automatically put on the Late Night Council Facebook page as well. Have you planned your funeral? No, this is not a commercial for a funeral home. My funeral has been planned like I journal. You know, those of you who listen to my show, you know that I've journaled for... Well, 31 years now I've been journaling. My only regret on journaling is that I didn't start earlier. And, uh, oh, for a good 12, 15 years now, I've had my whole funeral planned out in my journal. And because, you know, I can't, I mean, I can talk for two hours, but i got to have breaks, you know. Gotta have, we don't have commercial breaks. We've got kind of like information and ad filler. But I thought, you know, for our breaks, and we might do this every Sunday night. We'll see how the show evolves. I don't know. You know what I'm going to play for you? I'm going to take about like a, like a two or three minute break here. I'm going to play a tune for you. I'm going to play the tune, and not to sound morbid, but I just love this tune. It's amazing. Whenever I think about it, in fact, about 10 years ago, I decided, you know what? In my funeral, 
when they say amen, when they say ashes to ashes, dust to dust, and they, and they say an amen, and they start rolling the casket out of the church or the stadium or the shed or the, I don't know, it might be a, a Walmart store, whoever the, wherever the funeral takes place, when they start rolling the casket out, I want this tune playing while my body is being wheeled out of the church. And you're going to hear it, and we'll be back right after this tune. Tell me if you recognize the tune. This is the tune. This is the tune I want playing when they wheel me out. Did you like that? Did you like that? Okay, if you don't have an opinion and you don't want to give me, you know, like a a, a wise Christ-like opinion on Justin Trudeau, Donald Trump, or M103, and, and if you can guess, I don't have any prizes for you or anything, if you, can, if you can tell me where that tune's from, where's that tune from? You've heard that tune. It's familiar, isn't it? Where's that tune from? Come on. You can email me right now, jc at latenightcouncil.com, or you can tweet at me at jwcouncil, or better yet, you can call 343-700-4390. What tune was that? That's the tune I want playing when they wheel my casket out at my funeral. 343-700-4390. Tell me where that tune's from. 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-562-4766. That's the toll-free number. 1-844-LNC-IS-ON. Now, when we do the Ask the Pastor format, which is, you know, for now, that's what we're going to be doing for, could be a long time. We'll see. See how it goes. You know, I'm always, you know, wanting to take a biblical perspective on things. And uh, certainly on the news, 
Trump's election is just, has been first and foremost. And you know how much, uh, to a great degree, uh, to a great degree, you know, American media dominates Canadian culture. And I've shared a lot of these scriptures before, but I was looking at uh, Psalm 33 this week. And boy, does this ever sound like he's describing Donald Trump. And again, this is not coming from a Trump fan. I, I just love, and maybe I'm a bad guy for saying this. If you want to call in and rebuke me, feel free. I just love the way the guy's upset the apple cart. I just love the way he is, he is just ticked off mainstream media, which in my opinion is the most pompous, arrogant, hypocritical, one of the most pompous, arrogant, and hypocritical institutions in the world. And I'm so glad that somebody has nailed their keisters to the wall culturally. And he really has. I mean, it was absolutely obscene. It was over the top. Every pundit, every comedian, every elitist media hack was saying he doesn't have a chance, doesn't have a chance. Oh, Hillary's going to kill him. Hillary's going to, oh, no chance. There's no way he's going to. And I remember, you know, a year before the election when Ann Coulter predicted that he was the only Republican candidate that could win the, the, the presidency. And you've seen that clip on TV, and people just laughed at her and mocked her. Let me read to you Psalm 33, starting to read at verse 10. Psalm 33, 10. This is beautiful. The Lord nullifies the counsel of the nations. He frustrates the plans of peoples. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of his heart from generation to generation. Blessed is the nation where God is the Lord, the people he has chosen for his own inheritance. I don't know, boy. I'm not saying Trump's God, and I'm not saying he's God's man. But, boy, did he ever nullify the counsel of the nations. Did he ever frustrate the plans of the peoples? Now, it remains to be seen, you know, how good a job he's going to do. And everybody's, you know, got their opinion on it. None of them are calling in tonight, but that's okay. Just ask the pastor anyway. And I do want to give a biblical perspective on, on, on the whole thing here. And there's, there's all sorts of them. I mean, Psalm 146.3. Do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save. I love that verse. That has got to be one of the best verses on politics you're going to find in the Bible. Do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save. I mean, the way I listen to political, what I hear on political talk radio from the hosts of the shows and from the people that call in, and I hardly listen to it anymore because I am so convinced that the political process and a political leader is not what our culture needs. If you think that we're going to be ushered in utopia because your political leader gets elected, you are barking up the wrong tree, lady, sir. The only hope for North American culture is, is a spiritual revolution. As long as you've got men's hearts as dark as they are and as idolatrous and greedy and as lustful as they are and as power crazy as they are, nothing's going to change. Our democracy has gotten to the point where no matter what party you're in, you say whatever you need to say to get elected. And that's why Psalm 146.3, even though it was written 3,600 years ago, says, do not put your trusted princes in human beings who cannot save. There's only one Savior. And the only way he earned the right to save is because he shed his blood for people, for people that tortured him to death. Proverbs 14.34, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. 
Here's another one. I've used this one before. This is the verse that this is the verse that uh, attacks big government. Okay, small government's the only way to go. Sorry. Okay, I'm one of these guys that believes, and I think I, you know, I, I got pretty strong biblical backing for it too. Ronald Reagan said, "Government is not the solution. Government is the problem." And to a great degree, I believe him. And here's the scriptural support for it. Proverbs 28 and 2. When a country is rebellious, it has many rulers, but a man of understanding and knowledge maintains order. Proverbs 29 and 2. When the righteous increase, the people rejoice. But when the wicked man rules, people groan. Yeah, you can say a lot of people are groaning over Trump right now, whether he's wicked or not. I know. Hey, I know for a fact. I know the priorities, and I know the lifestyles, and I know the type of values that mainstream media has had for 25 years. And for them to point fingers at a guy like Donald Trump and point out his moral failures, oh my goodness! Talk about the ke- talk about the the pot calling the kettle black. Woohoo! If you're just tuning in, I'm looking for, this is what I'm hoping to get tonight, if I get any calls tonight, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the wisest Christ-like opinion on Donald Trump tonight on Late Night Council. I'm also looking for the wisest, most Christ-like opinion on Justin Trudeau tonight. And I'm also looking for the wisest, most Christ-like opinion on M103. And if you don't know what M103 is, Google it right now. Get yourself an education in it. Because if you live in Canada, you need to know what M103 is all about. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety in the capital region. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. One eight four four LNC is on. That's one eight four four five six two four seven six six is the toll free number. More Bible verses. Yeah, biblical perspective. Oh, this one's fun. I always love this one. I bring this one. I bring this one out every uh, every six months or so, no matter what we're talking about. Okay. Ecclesiastes ten two. Uh, this is so fun. Some of you are going to get mad at me at this, but it's the Bible. I didn't write it. I'm just reading it. A wise man's heart directs him toward the right, but a foolish man's heart directs him towards the left. (laughs) I'm not making this up. (laughs) This is Bible, folks. Look it up for yourself. Doesn't matter what the translation is. It's going to stay the same. King James, New International, New American Standard, Revised Standard, English Standard Version. You go down the list, okay? I'll read it again. Ecclesiastes 10.2. A wise man's heart directs him toward the right, but a foolish man's heart directs him toward the left. (laughs) I think that's beautiful. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) But then again, I got a bit of a bent sense of humor, don't I? Isaiah 1.23. Your rulers are rebels. Companions of thieves. They all love bribes and chase after gifts. They do not defend the cause of the fatherless. The widow's case does not come before them. Yeah, I could say, you could probably say that for a lot of leaders, couldn't you? Or is an email from Doug here? JC at latenightcouncil.com. And it's under six lines. The U.S. election was not about Trump. It was about the people versus the establishment. It was about a constitutional democracy versus socialism. It was about rationality versus the unbalanced. I believe it was ultimately about good versus evil. And then he says the progressive left is currently having witches cast cur- cast curses on Trump. Yeah, I read about that in the papers. A bunch of witches have gotten together to put curses on Trump. Boy, you want to know who the bad guys and the good guys are? Boy, I never... I got a tough time believing that, you know... 
you know, that, like, uh, that witches and the bad people would put curses on bad people. At least in every bedtime story I ever heard since I was a kid. I'm sure somebody's going to pick that up and thinks it's bigoted in some way. Oh, you're just misrepresenting witches. Sorry, it's the English language. I'm not making this news up, folks. It's actually happening. 343-700-4390 in the Capital Region. Thanks, Doug, for that email. 343-700-4390. Toll free, 1-844-562-4766. You can email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com, just like Doug did. It was under six lines. It was perfect. And you can tweet at me. JW Council is the Twitter handle. Now, nobody's nobody's called in yet. Nobody's emailed or tweeted me yet as to what that tune was I played that I want played when, my, when they roll the casket out for my funeral. Haven't got any takers on that one yet. Open line, open topic. It's the Ask the Pastor format on the relaunch tonight of Late Night Council. Tickled Pink, you're with us tonight. Let me see. Do I have another tune out there that I want to play? Yeah, I might. We'll see what I have for you. I think I got one of my favorites coming up. Stay with us. So I'm reloading and taking a much-needed break with this here pre-recorded message. You can get a line right now while I'm doing that. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. That's uh, the Capital Region line. That's Ottawa, Gatineau, and close by. If you live far away, the toll-free line all across North America. 1-844-LNC is on. That's one 844 562-4766. Our call service is automated. So you won't be talking to a live person until you're on air. Now don't sweat that. Just follow the on-air prompts and uh, you'll be fine. Trust me, you've handled this kind of technology before. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to me right now. You can connect with us live at tuneinradio.com or Google Play or just click the listen live button at latenightcouncil.com. But you know, chances are you've already done that. Just kind of a reminder.
Late night council does not exist without advertisers. So if you want to buy time, email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com. And the rates are so cheap because, you know, we're just relaunching and getting things going again. You are going to absolutely love the rates. And, of course, your feedback is always welcome. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And thanks for tuning in. We're back live in just a few seconds. So hang in there. Welcome back on this historic occasion tonight. February 26, 2017, the relaunch of Late Night Council. Now, we're only on on Sunday nights, okay? I have no intention of adding another night. Now, it may happen, okay? I don't know yet. We're going to see how it goes, okay? But for now, it's only on Sunday nights, and it's Ask the Pastor format. You know, tackling everything with a biblical perspective and taking your calls and questions from that perspective as well. 343-700-4390 is the Capital Region phone number. That's 343-700-4390. Toll free is 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-562-4766. You can tweet at me at JW Council. You can email me at JC at LateNightCouncil.com. If you're just joining me, I threw out the plea I was looking for and am looking for, the wisest, most Christ-like opinion on Donald Trump, the wisest, most Christ-like opinion on Justin Trudeau, and the wisest, most Christ-like opinion on Motion M103, which could become law in Canada, In fact, I don't see any barriers whatsoever. I don't see any movement strong enough to stop it, even though there's some protest movements and petitions and some MPs, you know, giving lip service that they don't quite like it. They're going to ram this through, making it, you know, no problem to criticize any religion in Canada except Islam, the anti-Islamophobia. Oh, it's so politically correct. Oh, it just, just pulls all the right strings, doesn't it? Yeah, it's really working for Europe, isn't it? Well, anyway, Glenn... Glenn Gardner has tweeted me, and you can follow Glenn on Twitter as Glenn Gardner. That's G-L-E-N-N and Gardner with no vowels. Glenn, G-R-D-N-R. Glenn, to two N's, G-R-D-N-R. And he tweets me, he says, Job 32, 18 to 20. Perhaps is the best description of Justin's pronouncements. A biblical description of brain farts. And Christ-like in bite. <laughs> That's quite a description there, Glenn. 
He describes, let me read this to you again. He says, Job 32, and I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to read you the, script, the, the scriptural reference here, okay? Job 32, 18 to 20, perhaps the best description of Justin's pronouncements. A biblical description of brain farts and Christ-like and bite. What's he referring to? He's referring to this here. Here's Job 32, 18 to 20. For I am full of words. i got to do it in my best Justin Trudeau impersonation here, okay? okay? Get that drama teacher thing going down here. Here we go. For I am full of words, and the spirit within me compels me. Inside I am like bottled up wine, like new wineskins ready to burst. I must speak and find relief. I must open my lips and reply. Pretty good, Glenn. Not bad. Not bad. And then he gives me another tweet here. He says, Re the witches casting curses on Trump. Nice to see Hillary Rodden Clinton out getting out again. Oh, <laughs> you're bad. <laughs> That's not very Christ-like, Glenn. Now, come on now. I asked for the wisest Christ-like opinion on Justin and Trump and, and on M103, and you got to go down that road. Open line, open topic, folks. Anything can happen. It's late-night counsel. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. 1-844-562-4766. I got my list here of uh, scriptures when it comes to pol pol politicians. He brings, this is Isaiah 40, 23. He brings princes to naught. That naught is spelled N-A-U-G-H-T, okay? He brings princes to naught and reduces the rulers of this world to nothing. Well, I'm glad somebody can do that. And why not the person who's perfect and has got more authority than anybody? He brings princes to naught and reduces the rulers of this world to nothing. And then I haul out this one out every time. When was the last time? Oh, man. I, I, Joe Clark did this. Justin Trudeau's done this. Paul Martin did this. Jean Chrétien did this. I don't remember Stephen Harper ever saying this. But those other ones, I remember them saying this. They were questioned about their Christian faith. And all of them, you know, professed to be practicing Roman Catholics. Okay? And this isn't a knock on Roman Catholics because some of the godliest Christ-like people I know are Roman Catholics. Okay? There's nothing to do with Roman Catholicism. Joe Clark, Paul Martin, Justin Trudeau, Jean Chrétien. Many times I've seen, you know, uh, uh, people coming from a religious perspective stick a microphone in their, in their face and say, you know, what do you feel about the Bible? What do you feel about Christianity? What do you think about your stance, for instance, on homosexuality, abortion, and such, you know, that go diametrically opposed to the church that you say you belong to? And they always haul out this line. Well, I think faith is a personal thing, and I don't want to get involved in that and with the politics because, you know, that's, that's, that's between me and God. Oh, really? There's a biblical perspective on that slop. Here it comes. Mark 8, 38. Look it up. I'm not quoting it out of context. This is Jesus talking. If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his Father's glory with his holy angels. Faith that's real doesn't compromise. Faith with, that's real is not a personal thing, okay? It's lived out in the public arena. Jesus never got crucified because he said nice things, okay? Stephen didn't get stoned because he was politically correct. Hundreds of thousands of Christians weren't fed to the lions and martyred in the Colosseum of Rome because their faith was a personal thing and they didn't bring it up in public. But then again... Then again, those people I speak of, those were real Christians. 
Those were people that would have fallen under the biblical definition of what a Christian is and not some pompous, hypocritical wannabe fooling people into voting for them because they have this warped perception of, you know, what a follower of Christ is, what a Christian is. Oh, my goodness, has that word ever been ever been skewed? Has it ever been, like, misrepresented and, and lost its meaning, the word Christian, compared to what it, it, it originally was back, oh, 1,900 years ago, when in Antioch it was used for the first time, Christian, miniature Jesuses. People who think like Jesus so much and espouse Jesus, they're almost obsessed with Jesus. They're like mini-Jesuses. That's what Christos, the original Greek word for Christian, meant. Now, here's a difficult one, and I'm giving you some some biblical perspective on, on politics tonight. Like, giving you the scriptures on it. And this one's a little unsettling. And I don't know what to make of this. And that's what I love about the Bible. The Bible's not something you can wield. If you're going to, if you're going to come under its authority, if God is really going to be God, if, you, if, if Christ is your Lord, you don't use the Bible for your own personal ends. You come under its authority. And here's a scripture here that bugs me, and I don't know how to interpret this really. And I'd like to hear your perspective on it. I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. Have you ever considered Romans 13? It's troubling. I'm going to read it to you. Everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, he who rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear? Of the one in authority, then do what is right, and he will command, commend you. For he is God's servant to do you good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword for nothing. He is God's servant, an agent of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also because of conscience. How far do you take that? If you're a follower of Christ in North Korea, you can't live like that. Not under Kim Jong-un. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, a serious follower of Jesus Christ, not a you know politically correct state-sanctioned Christian, but if you're a real follower of Jesus Christ in Iran, you can't live like that. In Red China, in the last 18 hours, tens of millions of Christians met illegally in defiance of Romans 13, 1 and 5. They weren't being obedient to their rulers. I mean, what if you're living under Hitler, Stalin, Mao Zedong? Troubling, isn't it? I mean, what if you're risking your life on a raft to get out of Cuba, to get to Florida because of the religious oppression that's going on in Cuba? I, I, I don't understand Canadians you know, that go on vacation in Cuba and keep a totalitarian dictatorial regime in power. People risk their lives to get off of that island. And if you live under the Castro, which is now Raul Castro's regime, you don't have, you don't have freedom of worship. You can't follow Romans 13, 1 to 5. And there's even biblical examples. Nebuchadnezzar who led Babylon. Everybody bow down and worship my image. Well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were in total defiance of Romans 13, 1 to 5. 
They didn't bow down. And they told Nebuchadnezzar, even if you kill us, we are not going to bow down. So they were in defiance of Romans 13, 1-5. So how do you live, Romans 13, 1-5? There has to be a qualification for the leader that he's talking about. It says submit to leaders, but there's got to be a standard of leadership where the, where the leadership either honors God or allows people to worship God. That's why people ask me, you know, how do you interpret the Bible? You know, do you interpret literally? And I've said, I interpret the Bible, I I call it a common sense, literal interpretation of the Bible. The more you study the Bible, the more you use other scripture to interpret other scripture, the more you know the historical significance, I think the closer you come to what it really means and what the real intent of scripture is. But that's a tough one, isn't it? All those regimes I just mentioned, you could not, you could not, you could not fulfill Romans 13, 1 to 5. Corrie Ten Boom, when she got Jews out of Germany in defiance of Hitler, she was not being faithful to Romans 13, 1 to 5. And please, I am not making excuses for myself to rebel against Justin Trudeau because I disagree with most of everything he says, or to, you know, not be enamored by Donald Trump because of, you know, the obvious faults in his character. That's not what I'm talking about here. Because in Canada here, we got a little bit of freedom, and the states that got freedom as well. But those freedoms are being encroached on all the time. It's not a bad discussion. You want to have it? Give me a call. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. If you're calling uh, long distance from anywhere in North America, 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-562-4766. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. Keep it under six lines. We've had you email, and it's good. Way to go. Tweets are coming in, too. You haven't forgotten about me. Oh, I feel so I feel so warm and tender. Haven't got a call tonight yet, though. First hour's up. It went by like lightning, like it usually does. But I'm still waiting to hear from my first caller tonight in the relaunch of Late Night Count tonight. 343-743-390. Don't call in if you don't have anything to say, okay? But hopefully you have something to say. 343-743-390. 1-844-562-4766. Okay, i got to take a break. And it's not going to be news. It's not going to be information. You know what it's going to be this time? It is going to be... Yeah, I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to give you my my favorite, one of my favorite, ask the pastor type, churchy type, rock and roll type tunes ever. And if you don't enjoy it, well, go listen someplace else. I'm having a blast tonight, and I'm, I'm glad to share the night with you. Stay with us.
Welcome back to the relaunch of Late Night Council. 343-743-90. You want to get in on this tonight. I haven't had any co-hosts with me tonight. I haven't had any co-stars yet. 343-743-90 in the Capital Region. one 844 is the toll-free number for all across North America, wherever you're calling from. Want to hear from you. If you're uh, in Old Woman Bay, Ontario... If you're in Magic Springs, Arkansas, Little Switzerland, South Carolina, or Italy, New York, want to hear from you. one 844 562 That's 1-844-LNC is on. 1-844-562-4766. You can tweet at me at JWCouncil. And you can email me, jc at latenightcouncil.com, jc at latenightcouncil.com. The leading questions tonight. And remember, it's open line, open topic. With that kind of ask the pastor twist to it. Those of you that are tuned in for the first time, you may not know what that is, but you veterans know what it is. And, you know, get on Twitter and Facebook and educate people. Keep it under six lines, jc at latenightcouncil.com. Open line, open topic, whatever's on your mind. But I have put out three leading questions tonight. Given that, you know, I was not commenting publicly on the news, or giving a biblical perspective on anything for the last six months. I figured I could sum up the last six months by inviting you and, and trying to glean from the audience tonight. I am looking for the wisest, most Christ-like opinion on Donald Trump. I want the wisest, most Christ-like opinion on Donald Trump. I want the wisest, most Christ-like opinion on Justin Trudeau. And I am looking for the wisest and most Christ-like opinion on M103, Bill M103, and Doug has emailed me. Oh, Doug is getting good. I'll tell you, Doug is rising to the fore. He's becoming, you know, one of my favorite emailers. And he's got a comment on M103. Here it comes. The big question we should be asking about Bill M103 is, 
Why does Trudeau and the liberals embrace the most anti-liberal, anti-liberty culture in the world? Are there supernatural forces at work here? Cultivating Islam can only result in assimilation or genocide of liberal Western culture, not to mention Christian and Jewish culture. And folks, that's what's going on in Europe right now. Mainstream media is not reporting for the year of 2017. Listen to this. They've had 77 rapes in Sweden, okay? 77 rapes. Stockholm has become the rape capital of the world. 77 rapes since the beginning of the year, and 75 of them, the prime suspects, are so-called migrants. Islamist migrants. Paris is burning. Paris has totally lost control. Their progressivism and their so-called tolerance and their open-mindedness, they've gotten so open-minded their brains have fallen out. You got the feminist, you got the feminist government from Sweden. Listen to this. Champions of women's rights. A delegation of them went to Iran last week, and all of them put on hijabs. To signify their submission to the Islamist to the Islamist understanding of women. Oh, you talk about hypocrisy. Anyway, thank you for that, Doug. Three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. One eight four four five six two four seven six six. That's one eight four four five six two four seven six six. That is the toll free number. Titus three one. Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, and to show true humility toward all men. That's good advice. But like I said about Romans 13, 1 to 5, I cited a number of regimes that have been oppressive and have been hateful and have caused horrible martyrdom, particularly for people of faith and great heroes of faith that stood under unjust suffering. None of them were in obedience to at least Romans 13, 1 to 5. I'm sure they were humble towards all men, but they wouldn't compromise in their faith even, even though lives were threatened. Not a bad discussion to have, in my opinion. Who's got the wisest, most Christ-like opinion of Donald Trump tonight? Gallup poll came out. No, it's Fox News. Fox News. This came out last week. The poll found that a slight majority of Americans give Trump more credence than they do reporters. By a slim 45 to 42 percent margin, more voters said they trust Trump administration to tell the public the truth than the reporters who cover the White House. Wow. It's interesting. Now, here's the Gallup poll. And this is, uh, this Gallup poll is a little older. It's about three years old. But I don't think things have changed much in, in at least the states. Gallup is, Gallup is easily the, the, the most respected polling company in the states. This isn't, you know, Fox News now or CNN or anybody. Gallup's, I mean, uh, people hire Gallup because of their impartial uh, spin on their questions. Gallup reported in uh, December of 2013, so that's about just a little over three years ago, that four in ten Americans went to church 
last week. 7% of media elite, okay, they're talking about people that work in the top television writers, producers, executives, etc., okay, news and, and Hollywood. Only 7% of the media elite go to church weekly. And it would be hard to argue that the people in television have become less liberal in that respect since the Gallup poll. The majority of examples of media bias are seen not so much in what the news media covers, but rather what they choose to ignore. Perhaps this is most seen in coverage related to abortion. And I've been all over this like flypaper for years, but, you know, it's still going on. It's greater than ever. But this story is pertinent. This happened this week. Over the weekend, just this last weekend, Norma McCovey died. Now, who's Norma McCovey? Well, here's why you haven't heard of her. She was the Jane Roe of Roe versus Wade, the infamous 1973 abortion decision by the Supreme Court in the States. Now, listen closely. If she had never converted to the pro-life side of things, okay, which she did, she would have been lionized by the media right now. But because she converted to Christ and the pro-life position, she is virtually ignored by mainstream media. And you don't even know who she was. She was the person that was the test case that, you know, made abortion legal in the States. But after the decision was made, she, she realized the error of her ways, became a born-again Christian, became pro-life, and that's why you didn't hear diddly squat about her dying last weekend. I mean, t- typical hypocrisy, you know. Stuff goes on all the time like that. Got a take on that? 343-743-90? That's 343-743-90. The toll-free number is one 844 I'm probably going to pack it in tonight at 11 o'clock, okay? But I want you to know, okay, I want you to know that if calls start coming in, and if callers want to go past the 11 o'clock hour, there's nothing to stop me from doing that, Okay? It's kind of my way of showing you that, to a great degree, you own this show. You can make just about anything you want happen on this program, okay? And all I've got to answer is you. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to be a reckless idiot, okay? I hope it means that, you know, I've got profound respect for, you know, what you say when you come on the air and, you know, the the, the emails you send me and the tweets you send me. And hopefully we're going to have a good run. Hopefully I'm not going to be interrupted again. We did about, oh, I was going four nights a week when we were doing uh, the online broadcast from uh, May to about July. I went for a break on a holiday, then came back and did a few more. Did about 60 to 75 shows, okay? Only going to be doing it Sunday nights, though, for a while. And if we add another night or whatever, or however this thing evolves, we'll have a lot of, you know, a lot of warning. But it's quite possible that I will not be doing more than just Sunday night on the online broadcasting here. But it's great to have you with it, with us. And uh, hopefully you're going to be a part of us for every night. Nick at Night, okay, is uh, Wednesday nights here on uh, on the Late Night Council uh, website. And we also, and I won't announce anything until it's firm, we have, there's the very real possibility we may be adding some different shows on the Late Night Council website, okay? 
We're on TuneIn Radio and uh, and uh, Google Play. And if you go to LateNightCouncil.com, there, there may be a proliferation of programs. Keep glued to the website. We're going to be upgrading it and updating it. It's very primitive right now. needs a lot of work, and we know that. And uh, the, the crew is all in, in place to, to, to get that taken care of. So you kind of stay with us and uh, give us a call tonight, too. 343-743-90 in the Capital Region. one 844 Six six, and of course, you know I've got to I've got to continue with my uh, with my breaks here, okay, and uh, kind of taking a break here and there, and letting you know what's going on by uh, giving some info. Not your typical commercials, but you know it's. I don't hear anybody complaining yet. Maybe I will this week. I don't know. You're not going to hear from me again online until next Sunday. So if you want to get a call in, or I'm not talking about what you want to talk about within three four three seven hundred forty three ninety in the capital region. And one eight four four five six two four seven six six is the toll free. Stay with us. I've been taking my cars to Irwin's Automotion. 17 years ago, Irwin was renting space on the corner of Bank and Heron. His encyclopedic knowledge of all things mechanical and his no-bull honesty has resulted in his second move. He now operates a huge facility on Cleopatra. Eight bays and an expert staff that operate all in the same wavelength. Honesty, integrity, try to save the customers some money and headaches, but fix it right the first time. Irwin's Automotion, 34, Cleopatra. Tell them Council sent you. That'll make them smile. So I'm reloading and taking a much-needed break with this here pre-recorded message. You can get a line right now while I'm doing that. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. That's uh, the Capital Region line. That's Ottawa, Gatineau, and close by. If you live far away, the toll-free line all across North America. 1-844-LNC is on. That's one 844 562-4766. Our call service is automated. So you won't be talking to a live person until you're on air. Now don't sweat that. Just follow the on-air prompts and uh, you'll be fine. Trust me, you've handled this kind of technology before. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to me right now. You can connect with us live at tuneinradio.com or Google Play or just click the listen live button at latenightcouncil.com. But you know, chances are you've already done that. Just kind of a reminder.
Late Night Council does not exist without advertisers. So if you want to buy time, email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com. And the rates are so cheap because, you know, we're just relaunching and getting things going again. You are going to absolutely love the rates. And, of course, your feedback is always welcome. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And thanks for tuning in. We're back live in just a few seconds. So hang in there. Four three seven hundred forty three ninety. That's three four three seven hundred forty three ninety. Welcome, welcome to the relaunch of Late Night Council. Only on Sunday nights now, kids. Nine to eleven, unless we have calls. If we have calls and we can't squeeze them in in the two hours, may go a little later. I know what some of you stinkers are thinking right now. Hey, why should I call in during the two hours, man? Let's see if he's serious. I'll wait till 11 o'clock. Listen, if you're not in calling by, oh, I'd say three minutes to 11, you're not going to get in, okay? I mean, if the lines are stacked, we'll go past 11. But if you think I'm going to squeeze in a call to go past the 11 for just one call, uh-uh. they got to be stacked, okay? Wall to wall and treetop tall, as we used to say in CB lingo. Remember CB radios? I never had a CB radio. What a fad that was. As soon as they went from 23 channels to 40 channels, oh, yeah, no, no. Everybody under 40, just kind of turn off right now and just pretend you understand, okay? Just kind of nod your head as I'm talking, okay? Because you don't know what I'm talking about if, if, if you're under 40. Remember when they went from 23 channels to 40 channels? As soon as they did that, I thought, that's a mistake. You know, it's going to be dumb. And three, late, three years after, you know, the, the Convoy song and the whole CB craze passed, nobody was using CBs anymore. Just the truckers. I mean, they were even putting them in sedans and cars. Like in, like in 74, 75, 76, if you were buying like a Ford LTD family sedan, an option, you could get a CB radio. The factory would put one in for you. This moment in history brought to you by your friends at Late Night Council. 343-743-90 in the capital region if you want to get in on this. 343-743-90. Toll free, 1-844, all across North America, the number's good for. 1-844-LNC is on. That's 1-844-562-4766. You can tweet at me at JW Council. And you can email at jc at latenightcouncil.com. But it's got to be under six lines. The rules apply. They haven't changed. Now, I know we have got regular listeners out in B.C., Okay. Vancouver, Abbotsford, Chilliwack, Langley, Richmond, Surrey. Got regular listeners out there. And I'm hoping that I'm going to get a call from one of them tonight because, my goodness, it's only uh, it's only 25 after 7 out there right now. And something is going on out there that is right up the ass the pastor alley here. Um, 
A lot of you remember Rock the River, okay? When would that have happened? That was about four years ago. Big, you know, concert with all kinds of bands coming in. And Franklin Graham was the keynote speaker, okay? I think it was held at Britannia Park. And it was rained all weekend. It was horrible weather. But, you know, nine, ten thousand 10,000 people showed up over the weekend. Well, they're doing a similar Rock the River type event out in, in uh, 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 Vancouver. And Franklin Graham is the keynote speaker. But not everything is going as tickety-boo out in Vancouver as it did here in Ottawa. Of course, then again, many things have changed since then, haven't they? I'll give you the report here from, I believe it's Christianity Today's website here. A group of fellow evangelicals have joined local Christian leaders asking Franklin Graham not to speak at the Festival of Hope, a Billy Graham Evangelistic Association event scheduled to take place next week at the Vancouver Connects Arena. I don't know what they call it now because they're always changing the name. I don't know, Rogers Center or whatever it is, okay? They're always changing the names. But the main big hockey rink where the Canucks play. So they got a bunch of, these are not just, these are evangelicals. These are people that believe in the born-again experience, which, you know, what, uh, you know, which is a, a cornerstone to uh, 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 Graham's theology. For months, a group of Vancouver pastors have raised concerns about Graham's, listen to this, contentious and confrontational political and social rhetoric, particularly his characterizations of the LGBT community, Muslims, and immigrants. Now, this event is next weekend in Vancouver. He hasn't canceled yet, but he's there's, a, there's all sorts of pastors, okay, that are not liking this. Now, you know why. It's because he was seen on a stage with Donald Trump. You get the feeling that a, a, a majority of Canadians, they don't seem to like Donald Trump at all. President Donald Trump's election in the United States has put Canadian evangelicals in a sensitive spot. Evangelicals make up only about 10% of Canada's population. This is an American report I'm quoting here, folks. Christianity Today, folks, is, is based in the States, okay? So that's why when they have a story about what's going on in Canada, it gets my attention, okay? Evangelicals make up only about 10% of Canada's population compared with 25% in the United States. And number even fewer in Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver's not exactly the Bible belt of Canada, is it? Trump's perceived association with evangelicals has only made their reputation worse amongst the people they seek to reach. While Graham did not endorse Trump, he prayed at his inauguration, Oh, perish the thought! You can't do that! Offer up a prayer at Trump's inauguration? Well, my goodness, you must be right from the pit of hell! I mean, the overreaction here is ridiculous. I get back to the article. While Graham did not endorse Trump, he prayed at his inauguration, appeared alongside the president during his victory tour, and has championed his recent policies. Wow. Where do you stand on this one? Here's the last two paragraphs of the article here. Offering a Christian presence and witness in Vancouver is a lifelong task 
that belongs to all of us. Unfortunately, it's in it's one we may find. Now, this is this is a letter that's been put out by the organizers. Okay, the organizers have put this letter out. So I got I, I should start again to give you the proper context of what I'm reading here. Okay, here's the letter that was sent out by the organizers of Festival of Hope. Offering a Christian presence and witness in Vancouver is a lifelong task that belongs to all of us. Unfortunately, it's one way we may find more difficult if our fellow citizens are given the impression that Franklin Graham's remarks are representative of Christianity. Christians can legitimately disagree with one another on many issues of political and religious policy, and we do engage in ongoing conversation about these issues. Biblical ethics do not sort neatly into conservative and progressive circles, even less so among Canadian Christians and our American counterparts. They're trying to keep that guy out. Franklin Graham, okay? They're try- the, the founder of Samaritan's Purse that brings Christmas gifts to like 3 million kids worldwide every year and does wonders in third world countries educating and, and providing health services to kids in the third world. They want to keep this guy out because he prayed at Trump's inauguration. Wow. So I'm going to repeat again my plea that I gave at the beginning of the program, and I haven't had one yet. I've had a couple good emails and a couple entertaining tweets. Tonight I'm looking for the wisest Christ-like opinion on Donald Trump on Late Night Council on Ask the Pastor. I'm looking for the wisest and most Christ-like opinion on Justin Trudeau tonight. And I'm also looking for, I'm also looking for the wisest and most Christ-like opinion on Bill M103. What's that, John? Educate us. No, 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 no. You get educated and then you come and talk on the air here, okay? Get on Twitter, get on some of the news services that are reliable, and you find out about M103. My goodness, you don't know what it is now. Whoa. I'm really worried about you. I got a great tune to share with you. It's time for me to take a break. And uh, I've been happily married. Oh, I, you know, I would say beyond that. I've been euphorically married for 35 years, okay? And I want to play a tune tonight, and my wife's not listening. She's busy entertaining company upstairs. They're doing a Pride and Prejudice marathon tonight, her and a bunch of girlfriends. and So she's not listening. But I know enough people that know my wife, Heather, will appreciate this. I'm going to play a tune and I want to dedicate it to my lovely wife tonight, okay? That's going to give me, provide me with a wonderful break. And you know what the tune is? It's by, it's by the band Kansas. I have never heard this tune played on the radio anywhere. And I've been following Kansas over 40 years. Saw them live twice, okay? Good band, okay? Not one of these, you know, immoral, filthy, you know, satanic, weirdo, heavy metal band. It's just a really, really good band. In fact, Carrie Lovgren left the band, has gone in and out of the band, and, you know, did a, a, a few Christian albums, their lead guitarist. And uh, this tune, same band that gave us Carry On, Wayward Son, Dust in the Wind, and Point of No Return. This is, uh, this is you'll know why when you hear the tune, as I take my breather here, why this is dedicated to the incomparable, the amazing Heather Council. Here you come, Heather.
Never heard that on the radio. Ever. Have you? Have you ever heard that on the radio? Have you ever heard that tune before? Probably one of the best Kansas tunes they ever did and never made it big. Dedicated to my lovely wife, Heather, who just gets more beautiful as the, as the, as the years roll on. You should be so blessed if you're a male. I'm getting mushy now. 343-700-4390. It's Late Night Council. It's kind of like the Ask the Pastor format. You know, the more you listen, the more the show evolves. You'll get used to it. You'll kind of know how it works, okay? You want to get in on it, 343-700-4390. Haven't had one call tonight, but that doesn't matter. I can go two hours, no problem at all. Having a good time here, keeping you informed. You get to hear my opinion. But do you really want to settle for just my opinion? I guess you do because there's a ton of you listening right now. God bless you for tuning in. Personally, I'd, I'd like to hear from you, but, you know, I don't if you want to give me that kind of freedom to let me, you know, keep uh, pontificating. I, I don't mind. 343-700-4390 in the Capital Region. That's 343-700-4390. 1-844-LNC-IS-ON. That's 1-844-562-4766. These shows will not be uploaded for podcast at least until Thursday. When I say shows, plural, Nick's show last Wednesday night and this show tonight. Because the guy who does it is on his honeymoon right now. Got his mind on far more important things, okay? But they'll get up there. And we're, we're the, the, the uh, website is about to undergo a, a badly needed upgrade and, and update, and, and that's going to happen in the next uh, few weeks or so, maybe even as quickly as one week. I don't know. We'll see, okay? But uh, the crew is all ready, and the tech crew is, is, is excited. In fact, if anything, I've been holding them back, and uh, they're going uh, to be on it soon. So uh, bear with us on that as this whole experience, this whole show evolves. 343-700-4390 in the Capital Region. 1-844-562-4766. That's 1-844-562-4766. I just uh, retweeted out there. And if you know what The Onion is, The Onion is a satirical newspaper. And a lot of times The Onion has put out news stories on Twitter and people think it's true, okay? In fact, I think one, if my memory serves me correct, if somebody wants to help me and correct me by telling me the truth here, I believe they put out a parody news story about North Korea and Kim Jong-un, and they took it seriously over there. And they were ready to almost go to war. Of course, they were ready to go to war at the drop of a hat over there. And they took it seriously, and they, and they demanded an apology from the U.S. government for what they said. It was, and it was, it, was a, it was a joke. It was a humor piece from The Onion. Well, The Onion has just tweeted out, and they got a big picture. And you know it's Photoshop, but it's really funny. I had to take a double take but because I, I thought, yeah, I'm not surprised. But here's the story. There's a picture of the Oscar ceremony, and uh, it's the auditorium. And uh, these people are holding, well, the, the caption says, large mirror brought out onto Oscar's stage gets resounding six-minute standing ovation. <laughs> And they got this mirror. This thing on the picture looks like it's about, oh, 20 feet wide and about 15 feet high. And they hold the mirror up for the higher audience, and they give themselves a standing ovation for six minutes. I thought it was funny. 343-700-4390. JW Council on Twitter. JC at Late Night Council is the email address. Has to be under six lines. JC at LateNightCouncil.com. Another news story. And you know what? I think... I think it's a healthy thing. Of course, you can tell me whatever you think. And that's why the phone lines are open. I think it's a healthy thing to have a to, to have a, a little bit of cynicism. Healthy, I will call it. Well, you be the judge, but I, I would like to think you know a Holy Spirit inspired cynicism. 
to what goes on in the news. And that's immediately, you know, what I thought when I saw this piece. Now, you science freaks out there, you geeks and nerds, you know, that are into superheroes and sci-fi and all that and Lord of the Rings and all that other stuff. I'm sure that when you got the news that, oh, they've discovered seven planets that are Earth-like, light years out in space. They're revolving, the tra- revolving around the Trappist-1 star. And it's, oh, it's only 40 light years away. Oh, my. My goodness, we could almost, like, book a bus trip to get there. 40 light years away, that's all it is. Oh, my, you can almost reach out and touch someone with that. So this star, only 40 light years away, has got seven planets. And, well, seven of them look like they could be habitable. I mean, let's get on the let's get on the on the the warp seven light speed starship and let's start colonizing right now. You got all excited, didn't you? Well, I read this and I know enough about NASA, which and and I don't want to go down the political road, but you know it's open line, open topic. If you wanna, this is just opinion. When I when I give you opinions on on political issues and new stuff, I reserve the right to be wrong, but I'm not going to stop you stop giving my opinion. I think NASA has become one of the most hypocritical, untrustworthy, and a waste of time organizations in the world today. I don't even know why NASA exists anymore. I mean, they've been guilty so much of bending the truth and 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 you know, sensationalizing things and, and, and giving skewered opinions on so many so-called, you know, uh, findings of science that I pretty much roll my eyes whenever they come up with a new piece of news. And one of the guys that has commented on this story this week is a guy, is a Christian astrophysicist by the name of Hugh Ross. Hugh Ross has been on my shows at least twice in the last, you know, 17, 18 years. I've got his books. He's a very... Very smart guy. Hugh Ross, when it comes to, you know, NASA, will never be quoted on mainstream media, ever. Because he doesn't give mainstream media what they want. He's too smart for that, okay? But he was quoted at the Christian Post uh, uh, media site, their website, this week, commenting on this issue, Okay? And he's commenting on a peer-reviewed article in the British science journal Nature, which detailed the findings of these, you know, these planets that are so-called, you know, Earth-like. The British science journal Nature detailed the findings, and their detail is actually quite subdued about the discovery. Of course, they're not NASA. And and Ross speculates that the only reason NASA is making a big thing about this is because they're hard up for funding. And if they can sensationalize it and make it something like, you know, that, oh, wow, this is earth-shattering. This is going to change culture, you know, they'll get more attention. But I digress. I'll go back to uh, the Christian Post take on this. Ross, who has written numerous works exploring just how special and unique Earth is when it comes to sustaining life, including his latest book, Improbable Planet, How Earth Became Humanity's Home, pointed out that the talk of alien life is coming mostly from NASA's announcement and various web articles. I think that NASA is looking for funding, so I think they're actually hyping it a little more than they should, he said, which I, I totally agree with him. I continue. 
the luminosity, and he goes through a number of scientific problems that you know were brought out in the British Science Journal Nature that NASA is not saying a word about, but they know that these facts exist, and they know that these were the actual findings. But nobody's saying anything about a number of findings that Ross suggests would make it absolutely impossible for life to exist on any of those planets there, that they've already found out about them. For instance, the, new, the luminosity of the star, TRAPPIST-1. Did you know, you're not going to hear this in any of the scientific articles that you've been hyped about in the news this week, okay? But the TRAPPIST-1 star, did you know that the luminosity of that star for all those planets is less than a thousandth of the sun? And they say, oh, they could be Earth-like. Oh, yeah, tell me they can be Earth-like. Tell me they can sustain life when the sun... When their sun is one thousandth as bright as our sun is, that's barely brighter than a nighttime sky with no moon. Ultra cool, Ross goes on. See, only an astrophysicist would be able to come up with this stuff here, okay? Ultra cool, fast rotating stars exhibit frequent huge flares that are accompanied by strong, and that's what the, the Trappist is, a dwarf star. Okay, It's ultra-cool. It's a dwarf star. It rotates at, 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 at very fast speeds. And stars that are of that nature, they are accompanied by strong X-ray and ultraviolet radiation bursts that are happening all the time, which even if there was life on these planets, it would obliterate them because of those harmful ultraviolet and X-rays. So you're not getting that, you know? Because they want to perpetuate this idea. They want to perpetuate this idea that life just happens. Well, anywhere you find water, you're going to find life. And it's the, it is the biggest load of crock that... Uh, for, look at life. Life is a supernatural miracle. And true proven science confirms that fact over and over and over and over again. Now, popular theories don't support that premise. But once you start seeing the weaknesses in those theories, you always come back to the truth that life is a miracle. You cannot get living matter from inorganic dead matter. Doesn't happen. It never happens by accident, and it hasn't been able to happen with even the most controlled circumstances in laboratories. Scientists have been trying to create life from inorganic matter for decades, and they they fall hopelessly, hopelessly short of anything that resembles life. The closest they could get is, oh look at we've created amino acids. That's like saying, oh, we've created a brick. So that means that the entire Empire State Building with its plumbing and electrical all intact came, to, came about by chance. That's how far short they come from real life. And not only does the Empire State Building come together by mere chance and circumstance with the plumbing and electrical together, but it reproduces! It spawns and it gives birth to baby Empire State Buildings that give birth to more Empire State Buildings. That's how ludicrous it is. You need a miracle to produce life. Life is inexplicable outside of God to create it from nothing. From nothing. Now you can manipulate life. You can gene splice you can alter it. You can control it. But you can't create it from inorganic matter. So when you hear these bozos 
and I'm using the term kindly, suggest that, oh, well, there could be life there. It's because they, they're in denial to what life really is. Modern-day science is, is totally clueless when it comes to the miracle that is life. That's why we have no problem, you know, aborting babies. That's why life is so cheap, because modern culture has got a warped perception of what life is. It's not a precious thing to be protected. We teach our kids that it happens by accident. You get enough chemicals, you just hit it with lightning in the right conditions. Whoop, you got life. Look at that. All you need, all you need is billions of years, blind chance, and presto, you've got everything that moves and breathes and reproduces and, you know, uh, um, roots for the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's incredible. One of the most glaring facts of our existence, and, and modern-day science is in total denial of the incredible, unique miracle that is life. The simplest one-celled organism, the simplest, an aneba, a paramecium, the simplest one-cell organism in its genetic code is more complicated is more complicated than the entire New York subway transport system. Well, think of all the microchips and the gigabytes of data that have to keep that system going. The simplest one-cell organism is more complicated. And throw just a couple codes out of whack and that thing doesn't exist. And your science teachers and our culture expects you to believe that that happened from nothing. No wonder the Bible says the fool has said in his heart there is no God. No wonder the Bible says in Romans 1, although they profess to be wise, they became fools. And boy, the modern culture is in denial of the fact of the uniqueness of life. And, and the reason they're in denial, it's not so much denial. Because if they admit that life is a miracle, if they admit that, hey, somebody must have created it. And when you find out the implications that somebody's wiser, somebody's more powerful, and he's already communicated to the planet what his will is and what his plans are and what he's all about, ho, ho, ho. You know, anybody's got an ego, anybody, you know, that doesn't like to be accountable to anybody, anybody that wants to go their own way and has some type of warped view of freedom, they don't like that. They don't, that's the real reason. That's the real reason we have a denial of the truth in the scientific world. Because the implications of the obvious, people don't want to hear that. Let me read you Romans 1. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God, nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of a mortal God for images made to look like mortal human beings and birds and animals and reptiles. And then look at the implications here. This is Romans one twenty four. Therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served created things. You ever wonder how everybody wants to save the planet? They're worshipping created things instead of the creator. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind. He's talking about a culture here. He gave them over to a depraved mind so that they ought to do what not ought to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, and it goes into detail what that wickedness is all about. Romans 1, read it before you go to bed tonight. 
I mean, it perfectly describes where our culture is at. Perfectly. And I, to the best of my ability, on Sunday nights on Late Night Council, will describe, to the best of my ability, what our culture is all about. And hopefully we're going to point you to the truth. Hopefully we're going to point you to the one that can make the difference. Hopefully we're going to point you to the one that can straighten this mess out. Because if you think your political leader getting elected is going to straighten it out, you're described, you're one of the people described in Romans 1. That's just plain silly. 343 I'm running out of time, and my lines are not stacked up. I don't have a lot of people waiting to get on hold, so we're probably going to wrap this puppy up at 11. 343 That's one 562 I'm looking at the Twitter. I don't have any. Oh, I might have some tweets here. Tell you what, I'm going to take a break, okay, like I do, like I'm, you know, like I'm used to doing. And, uh give you a little bit of information and then we'll wrap it up on the other side of that okay you call in while uh while we're doing that stay with us and taking a much-needed break with this here pre-recorded message. You can get a line right now while I'm doing that. 343-700-4390. That's 343-700-4390. That's uh, the Capital Region line. That's Ottawa, Gatineau, and close by. If you live far away, the toll-free line all across North America. 1-844-LNC is on. That's one 844 562-4766. Our call service is automated. So you won't be talking to a live person until you're on air. Now don't sweat that. Just follow the on-air prompts and uh, you'll be fine. Trust me, you've handled this kind of technology before. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to me right now. You can connect with us live at tuneinradio.com or Google Play or just click the listen live button at latenightcouncil.com. But you know, chances are you've already done that. Just kind of a reminder.
Late Night Council does not exist without advertisers. So if you want to buy time, email me at jc at latenightcouncil.com. And the rates are so cheap because, you know, we're just relaunching and getting things going again. You are going to absolutely love the rates. And, of course, your feedback is always welcome. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And thanks for tuning in. We're back live in just a few seconds. So hang in there. It's five minutes to 11, four minutes to 11. I don't want you to fall asleep on me. I got a show to do here. Actually, I'm about ready to wrap it up here. And uh, for those of you that uh, know me and uh, know what uh, I've been going through with my church, I resigned Vanier Community Church, Capital City Bikers Church, about a month ago. And it has been one of the most difficult things I have ever gone through as a follower of Christ and as a pastor. And Heather and I, my wife, have been overwhelmed with some of the most encouraging and supportive and loving words from uh, people that I wouldn't mention because I wouldn't want to embarrass them. But we have, we have felt just carried and people said a lot of nice things to us, a lot of really good, good, good things, commending us on, uh, you know, how we have handled ourselves through uh, this very, very difficult trial. And um, I just like to give credit where credit is due on the power of God to sustain you. When all you care about is pleasing him, when all you care about is doing the right thing before him, he is absolutely amazing. And I want to close this show tonight with one of the most powerful pieces of music I have ever heard. It's done by a group that was out of California, Costa Mesa, California, called the Maranatha Singers. And I was in a band in the 80s, and we did a lot of their tunes. And... uh the song is based on one, Psalm 131. It's my favorite song. And we're going to go over the 11 o'clock hour here tonight, but that's okay because, you know, it's online radio. You can do whatever you want. But I'm encouraging you tonight to not tune out. I want you to, I want you to hear the lyrics here. Because if I've got any strength, if I've got any hope, if I've got anything to lean on and anything to give thanks for, uh, um, you know, incredible strength in some of the most difficult times my wife and I have ever gone through. I'll tell you, this tune here says it all. This tune says it all. 
And I hope it is a wonderful inspiration to you. Thanks for tuning in for the relaunch of Late Night Council. We're going to be back next Sunday night at 9 o'clock. Of course, I'm on Twitter and Facebook taking your fake feedback, okay? Uh, Late Night Council on Facebook and JW Council on Twitter. And you can email me, jc at latenightcouncil.com. And uh, the tune in its entirety, even though the podcast is going to be longer than two hours, is going to be on the podcast for you to listen to. And uh, I really want you to enjoy Psalm 131, I have stilled, I have stilled and quieted my soul.